When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. Our Tuesday show is called The Game Plan. My name is Chris Plank, and as we tape this late on a Tuesday night, we have the highs and the lows of the college basketball season as the OU women's basketball team puts together a solid performance, maybe arguably one of its best of the season to knock off Oklahoma State and Bedlam, and a challenging road trip for the Sooners as they fall on the men's side on the road in Ames to Iowa State as the crazy race in the Big 12 becomes a little bit more convoluted as Kansas knocks off Kansas State at home as well, too. So we've got a lot to get to on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Let's start, though, with the good news, as Anna Yanusa does it again. Yanusa comes down. NBA three left of the circle is good for Anna Yanusa. She is feeling it, and she did that on purpose as a two-for-one. Yanusa scored 26 points and grabbed a career-high 14 rebounds as OU knocked off Oklahoma State 75-66 in the Bedlam battle inside the Lloyd Noble Center. For Anna, she surpassed the 20-point mark for the sixth straight game, which sets a school record for the Sooner sophomore. Afterwards, Sherry Cole sat down with Brian Brinkley courtside. Coach, congratulations on the win. Boy, this was, uh, I said late in the broadcast, it wasn't perfect. Sometimes it wasn't pretty, but your team really gutted out a win tonight against a, a, a tough, gritty Oklahoma State team. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought we did a great job on the glass. That was probably uh, the biggest difference for us. Um, I do think we looked a little bit tired. 
from the quick turnaround from West Virginia, and it affected us mentally. Uh, we made some blunders down the stretch, coming out of timeouts and not running stuff that we had drawn up. Um, just made some mistakes there. But uh, overall, I thought Ana Yunusa was fantastic once again. Uh, I just thought she, she took the game over. She just took the game over and uh, was a monster on the glass as well as scoring points. Yeah, her career high in rebounds with 14, her first career double-double, 26 points. And she becomes, and this is saying a lot, given who's played basketball here for you and, and previous coaches, first ever sooner to have six straight 20-point games. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm amazed by that because I feel like Courtney had 20 points that's every time she played that's for thought. her entire career. But uh, that's, a, that's a tremendous feat, and Anna earned them all tonight. Uh, the deep one right at the end, uh, we, we were yelling two for one at the end of the yeah, third quarter. Right. And so she just shot from the jump man that's on the, yeah. on the floor right now <laughs> and nailed it. Um, that was how confident she was feeling. But I, here's what I love most about what Anna did tonight. I thought early in the game she was a little sped up, which she has been in the past, and she's figured out how to adjust. And when we call it to her attention, she's able to gear down and get in the right speed so that she can be effective, and that's something that she wasn't able to do even two weeks ago. Yeah, I thought, again, for the second straight game, showing your poise down the stretch. Now, West Virginia never took the lead on you on Saturday. OSU did here today. They go 13-1 run to lead by three, and you could have been rattled, a young team, bedlam rival. You're trying to get a split in the season series, and then you respond with an 18-3 run. Yeah, big three by uh, T-Rob in the corner. Uh, that was a part of that response that we had. Uh, defense generating a little offense, um, getting out in transition and running D, got out and got loose and got a couple of nice finishes there. Uh, we just, the, the reason they went ahead in that little run right there, we just missed pretty easy shots. Uh, maybe there's you know, some contact or some duress a little bit, but I thought we had pretty good looks, actually, and we just went about five or six trips without uh, getting anything out of it. Well, and the other thing I noticed, that happened when Mandy was on the bench with three fouls. But then when Mandy got the fourth and Lampkin comes in, I thought she gave you some really quality minutes there in the fourth when Mandy was on the bench with four. Yeah. When Dee gets lost in it, she's really effective. Sometimes she thinks a little bit too much. She caught it on an inbound and felt the pressure of a ticking clock. Our bench was counting down. And she kind of thought about things too much for a little bit. If she's in the moment, she just wheels and spins off that and goes and shoots a layup. So we're working with that. But uh, she's a freshman who continues to get better. And... Speaking of that, same category, Jesse Mercer, I thought was fantastic. Again, she has numbers nearing triple-double status, 12.7 rebounds, 7 assists. Absolutely. Um, I thought she got a little bit tired, and who wouldn't after she played almost 40 minutes? or made, She did play 40 minutes in Morgantown. Right. And uh, then played almost the whole game tonight. And I thought she got a little weary there and probably should have rested her a little earlier than I did. Um, but uh, she was just, she was tremendous. And she's starting to go get rebounds. You know, she's not necessarily having to block anybody out. She's just running to yeah. get the loose ball while other guys are blocking people out. She's realizing how effective that can be. And then Maddie Williams gets a double-double. That's the first time you've had uh, two players have a double-double in a game since November of 2014. Been a while. That's hard to believe as well. And I'm, I'm really a little bit surprised that Maddie had 11 points. I don't know where <laughs> they came from. I don't know when they happened. Uh, but I thought down the stretch she was really good at going and getting the ball off the glass. Well, and at this game, it, it, there are parts of it that kind of reminded me of the West Virginia game. Tater with some clutch threes when you had to have them. I thought your threes tonight were really timely. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, Taylor did a really good job of reading in the second half and made them make some adjustments about how they were going to guard her off screens, which didn't always result in her getting a basket, but it resulted in someone else getting one. So she's improving there as well. And there are just lots of little pockets where we're just continuing to get better. You know, we've, we've been talking about how close we are for a long time now, and one or two things goes differently. Even the Iowa State game, which none of us liked, there's a five-minute span, or else that one maybe ends up yeah. differently. So we're just uh, being able to, to play effectively for longer periods of time, and, and uh, I'm really proud of their perseverance and their growth. Well, back-to-back wins here. Uh, you get a win over your Bedlam rival, and you finally get a chance to breathe before you don't play again until Saturday in the final home game of the year. Yeah, th- this, this past three have been tough uh, in terms terms of opponent and uh, time span between them. So uh, take a day or two off and then get ready to close out the season with the final home game, senior night on Saturday, and then finish up in Lubbock the next week. Only two games left in the regular season. The Sooners have senior day coming up on Saturday at 4.30 against TCU inside the LNC, final regular season home game of the season, before hitting the road to travel to Lubbock to wrap up the regular season on Tuesday of next week against Texas Tech. More post-game, Sherry Cole's post-game presser with a little bit of Ana Yanusa. Um, Nice to win again, two in a row. Um, I'm really happy for these kids because this was a very tough turnaround. Play in West Virginia late Saturday afternoon. It's a long trip back. One day to prepare and turn around and play Bedlam. Um, they're exhausted. They're mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted, but they were gritty enough to find a way to win. I thought we showed uh, great toughness and um, togetherness, great connection tonight, and um, really proud of our kids. Sure, you won this game on the boards. You hammered them by 20. They're a lot bigger. Talk about your team's tenaciousness on the boards. Um, you know, I felt like there were a couple of possessions where we got three or four offensive boards, and then the rest of it was just defensive cleanup. And I think they were probably a little bit worried about transition and getting to shooters, and so maybe weren't crashing quite as hard. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, I liked our effort, and I think Jessie's figured out that she can make a difference in that regard. Her guy doesn't crash a lot, so she can come in and pick up stuff when Maddie and Mandy are, are battling down low. And uh, obviously, you know, she almost had a triple-double tonight, seven rebounds, seven assists, and I think 12 points. That's a pretty impressive line for a freshman point guard. Sherry there, late in the third quarter, things start to Unreal. become a struggle. Yeah. And, and then uh, you call a timeout, Anna hits a three, and it just seemed like everything changed. What was the difference there during that stretch outside of just Anna making play after play? Sometimes they just need to gather themselves. And I probably should have called a timeout two possessions earlier. I, I felt it and didn't argued with myself. And uh, it, it wasn't anything special about the call. I mean, the call worked for sure, but it was really more about them just gathering themselves and stopping for a second. And that's one of our greatest areas of improvement, I think, because you know, a few weeks ago, it didn't have that kind of effect. A 30-second stop didn't have that kind of effect. Um, but it does now, as, as do um, things that we say, like, Anna, slow down, you're a little sped up. And she just shifts down a gear and is right in the lane she needs to be in. And I think a couple of weeks ago she would hear us but couldn't quite figure out how to get there. How much does it help, Sherry, when uh, you call that timeout and you know, it's on a, it's somebody who's kind of developed as a dependable scorer here over the last month that makes that shot that eases everybody. Well, I think 
the way Anna's played has has caused everyone to relax. When when you have a guy that you know what you're going to get every night, no matter what, you know what you're going to get, then um, you can become a better version of yourself because you don't have to play outside of yourself. And I think our team has has really uh, learned how to lean on her, and she's welcomed that. It's not just that she's done it, she's welcomed it. And I, I thought that play was important on a number of levels because it's a play that, um, again, two weeks ago, Anna wouldn't have realized that her defender went under and because she would have gone so fast. She's learning how to, to read and react, and it almost looked like, it probably felt like it was in slow motion. It almost looked like that because um, she took the time to read it. And that growth is what's so exciting for me. I mean, uh, Jesse had a turnover in transition, and we tell her, keep the ball in your hand, make them commit to stopping the ball, make the ball hard to guard. Next time, that's what she does. We get a two-on-one, we finish with the layup. So that, our, our ability as young players to be able to adapt and, and change and, and adjust throughout a game is just, that's a huge development for these guys. You guys get behind by three. You only have nine points at that time. And from that point on, you kind of take over and dominate the game. What was it about that, though, getting behind and, you know, telling you to let's get going? Um, I think it, a lot of it, I fed off of Jess. Um, just we weren't running in transition. I know I wasn't running in transition. I knew Jess was going to push it. And so um, I knew that they couldn't keep up with us in transition either. And so just really checking it real fast and, um, and then having like T-Rob or someone come down and be ready to shoot or just checking them in transition is what I think changed the game for us too. Where did the rebounding come from from you tonight? I mean, you average about three a game. You had six, I think, your high this year. And tonight, 14 rebounds. Um, I've just taken it to heart that like that's going to help us win games. I hear it all the time from Coach Pam about going to rebound and stuff and how important it is. And I just was tired of hearing it. To be honest, <laughs> just late in the game, trying to control the ball, they're pressing you all over the court. Yeah, you guys got buckets out of it, you know, when you held onto the ball. Mm -hmm. Talk about that particular sequence of the final four minutes, four and a half minutes of the game. Um, like she said, I think a lot of it's being able to adapt because, like a month ago, we probably would have like crumbled and gave the game away. But um, I think individually. I mean, we're so young that, like, we've had to grow up, and I think we really did um, in West Virginia and tonight as well. Um, and it's just trust, really. It's having confidence in ourselves and each other, and we made the right place. How much does it help you that your big scored tonight when you got on the ball, they connect, they convert? Yeah, them. especially Mandy, like, in the first half, she was going to work. She I was did. so proud of her. Um, yeah. yeah, Maddie played well also. Um, so it, it's definitely kind of like a pressure release for the guards, and – because they can't guard like us inside, and they can't guard us outside either. So um, it just made us really tough to guard. They couldn't focus on one thing. And that's Mandy's been working every, like, yeah. the past couple of days with Coach Cole in the gym to knock down those shots and um, for us to be able to have somebody that's like going to make those shots. And I think she really – that work just showed tonight. Sherry, how much has it opened up your offense? I mean, she made a left-handed – I mean, she shot – made buckets with both hands. If you can score on the block, your offense opens up, doesn't it? For sure. Uh, the start of this one was a lot like the West Virginia game. She made two buckets quick, and, and it just changes the feel because people now the opponent 
and they second guess. No matter what a coach says, that's human nature. You start to second guess. I don't know if I want to leave this guy. She scored on me a couple of times, and then everything starts to unravel. We've been on the end of that before, on the other side, where we have a game plan and somebody that's not supposed to hit shots. That's coach said she's not going to hit shots. Well, she does, and then now you don't trust. So it's it's a huge uh, advantage for us, and I, I think. Um, where you have to make your concession is there when we drive it because you're not going to leave T-Rob, you're not going to leave Anna, so you're going to have to help with your big. And then I thought uh, Mandy, Maddie, and Dee all did a really nice job of moving off of penetration tonight, and that's why they got the easy looks. I think, was it after the three-pointer, um, after the timeout where you stuck your, I think you stuck your tongue out at the bench? <clears throat> Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that wasn't after the timeout. It was, it was just, two for one yeah. at the end of the third quarter. Right. Why did you stick your tongue out of the bench? Good. It was just a, like a really risky shot, and I had a lot of confidence when I was doing it. And, um, yeah. She was about <laughs> five, six, seven feet off the three-point line. Yeah. I mean, she was crazy deep. We were calling two for one, and there's a little play we run, two for one, and that's not it, but. It worked out great. And I loved her confidence to be able to do that. She can do that and stick her tongue out at us anytime she wants. Solid performance tonight from the OU women's basketball team as they knock off Oklahoma State 75-66. to Meanwhile, it was a tight one for most of the Sooners' showdown against Iowa State in Ames. Rebound, Horton Tucker stolen by James. Back up, he's fouled and won! Christian James flexes, and he'll go to the line with a chance to put OU on top of him. Oklahoma ends up falling, though, down the stretch by a final score of 78-61 to to the Iowa State Cyclones as the Sooners continue what has been a challenging run in Ames. Oklahoma hasn't won at Iowa State on the road since 2011. Afterwards, Lon Kruger sat down courtside with Toby Rowland. Coach, thanks for stopping by. What, what were your thoughts tonight? Yes, some good, some good stretches, but obviously, uh, you know, too many stretches that weren't good. I thought uh, first half we were back and forth, and uh, and uh, obviously one point game at half, and then opened the second half a little sluggish, and then got right back into it and got it even again. And then I think they had a 13-0 run there. We gave a couple of second shots. We turned it over a time or two. Uh, you can't do things to contribute, you know, uh, to a good club on the road. And I thought we did that during that stretch in the second half. They got on one of those spurts we talked about in the uh, pregame show. It seems like every game, not just against. Oklahoma, but against everybody in this gym, they go on one of those. They can do that. They're a talented club. They uh, they can make shots, and uh, when they make one, and that next one uh, in their minds is more likely to go in, and they made a couple uh, big threes there during that stretch. Good to see how Jamani played tonight. Great. Yeah, great to see uh, that, you know, he, he's had the bounce the uh, last uh, few days in practice, but he hasn't had the productivity. Tonight he did. There in the second half, especially uh, good to see that. Great to see that. Uh, we certainly can benefit from that. I was going to say, I, I, it didn't help. I mean, it did, didn't win the game tonight, but what could that kind of Jamani do for you down the stretch here? Yeah, it's a huge difference. It's another, it's another uh, productive player in the rotation, yeah. which is huge, uh, especially a guy with size and, uh, again, his mobility is uh, kind of getting back to where it was in terms of protecting the rim and blocking some shots and still a little bit out of sync there, but uh, I think a few days in practice here will do nothing but help him. Iowa State 
and not known as one of the uh, elite defensive teams in the league, but I thought they made it hard on you to find open shots tonight, especially in the second half. I thought they did a good job, and again, we uh, uh, we contributed a little bit to that. Without, uh, we didn't didn't cut hard enough, didn't do the things spacing wise that we have to do. But uh, I thought Iowa State played well. The uh, early foul trouble on Jamal forced Aaron into some action there, and he shot the ball well for you in that first half spurt. He played really well. He did. I thought Aaron came in, knocked down a couple threes in the first half, uh, gave us good direction offensively. I thought he guarded the ball well throughout the throughout the uh, game, and uh, he's, he's good on the ball. He slides his feet well, and uh, we need that from him. All right. Got to shake it off and go get it Saturday now, right? Uh, three left. Three left. They go by very quickly, so we've got a few days in preparation for West Virginia, and we know how physical they are, and we've got to be ready for a fight. Hopefully a good crowd in there on Saturday. And in the locker room, Christian James talked with Kevin Henry. Christian, tough game, but, you know, the first half I thought we were in it, and then, you know, second half just went a little cold. Mm-hmm. What what changed? Um, our defensive intensity. Um, we kind of got comfortable, I guess, and we can't do that. We made too many mistakes on defense and offense. Um, we can't do that against the top 25 team, and um, they outplayed us today. You know, this place is a tough place to play. What is it about Hilton Coliseum? We talked about it a little bit before the game. What is it about this place that just makes it so tough? Um, it's a great team for one. And they have a great fan base. You know, um, they make a couple shots. It gets, it gets really loud in there. So um, they, they're, they're fans. Uh, they, they support them. Um, that's a great team all around. You got West Virginia coming home. We've got to feel like we owe them a little bit, huh? Yeah, most definitely. Um, I can take that. Um, coming off a tough loss, you know, senior night, um, we owe them one too. So it's, um, we're going to be fired up for that one. All right, man, keep your head up. Appreciate it. Thank you. So a tough one tonight against Iowa State, but the good news is the Sooners appear to be comfortably in the big dance for now. In the most recent bracketology update from Joe Lenardi, yes, I understand that there's many other bracketologists out there now. We usually just go by what Joe Lenardi says. The Sooners are at a 10 seed. They're sent to the West region, but they would be playing in Columbia, South Carolina in a first-round matchup against Iowa. That 215 matchup would be North Carolina and Wright State. The good news overall for the conference is that eight total teams are still in from the Big 12, and Oklahoma is not even on that list anymore of the last four buys or even the last four in. So, yeah, even though it's been a struggle at times this year, it looks as if the Sooners – might be safely in the NCAA tournament. It will be a big one this weekend at home for the Sooners as they square off against West Virginia at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Get your tickets at Soonersports.com slash tickets. And it's a busy weekend all around campus. Of course, we have the OU baseball team playing on Tuesday and Wednesday, 3 o'clock games against Arkansas Pine Bluff. For the first time this season, the Sooners softball team is home. They'll play on Friday at 3.30 against Oregon State, and then they'll play later that evening at 6 o'clock against Louisiana Lafayette. The Sooners then will play Oregon State again at 3 o'clock on Saturday, and then they're scheduled for a showdown at 1 o'clock on Sunday against Louisiana Lafayette. And how about all the eyes on women's gymnastics, the rematch of the national championship showdown from 2018? It is Oklahoma. It is UCLA. You will want to be a part of that madness on Sunday, March 3rd, noon. High noon, Sunday, March 3rd for Oklahoma Women's Gym and UCLA. By the way, we'll have a very gym-centric program coming up on Friday's tailgate as we're going to actually go and hang out at Women's Gymnastics Practice on Wednesday. So we'll have a big show coming up for you on Friday. 
Friday. Well, uh, again, kind of a, a, a tough night, but then again, there's that silver lining. The OU men's team loses on the road to Iowa State, but yet still looking good for their bid to the NCAA tournament. And Ana Yanusa again, over 20 points, breaking an, uh, an OU record for the most consecutive games with 20 or more points as Oklahoma knocks off Oklahoma State 75-66. to So you get the incredible positives of the Bedlam win and the heartbreaker from the loss on the road in Ames, Iowa. we got a lot more basketball to go, so we'll preview it all coming up on Friday's tailgate. Until then, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. If you don't subscribe, please do so at Soonersports.com slash podcast. And until Friday's tailgate, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.